So here we are, the late lunch podcast, and we're just having a bell ringing lesson. Uh, Christy is finding out how to hold it properly. I've got one in my hand. I don't quite know. I've just been asked if I read music. I don't. Um, I used to. I don't know if I'd remember it. Uh, we're, getting, we're getting helpful hints here from Noel Gringle in the background. Do you ring bells, Noel? <laughs> right. Will you just open them? Okay. So you have to hold it very loosely. And you take the shape of a rugby ball, which is oval, and you strike it at the end of the... Give that a go. You sounded quite good there, Christy. Hang on. We've got the beginning of a song here. Have we? No. Do one, okay. Oh. Da, 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 da. No. No, not at all. Um, would we be welcome in the group, do you think? I can teach you anything. Given time. <laughs> a lot of that's time. That's quite a tall a order, lot of time. I think, but thank you very oh, much. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> and you have to keep them in these protective bags here. Oh, these yeah. velvety bags. How important yeah. is that? Sorry? How important is it that they're kept in those bags? Uh, well, there's a danger if they cling to each other, you could um, break the edge of the bells, so they have to be protected when you're carrying them. How many do you need to have a proper full set to be able to do the, the songs that you'd like to do, the pieces of music you'd like to do? Well, because we increase the bells to, to 30, which is two and a half octaves, which gives a change of key with different pieces, some of the handbell choirs, as they call them, they go up to five and more octaves, so they are huge with great big bells at the bottom. And the men need two hands to lift them up. <gasps> wow! So, oops. Uh, we're quite happy with what we've got, really. It's, it's and I'm guessing that Christmas is probably your busiest time, is Christmas it? Christmas is a busy time, yeah. yeah. So, there's something about the sound of the bells that goes with the, the festival, if you like. Can I just say, I love your badge as well. She's right. got a beautiful badge on yeah. that is a handbell in itself, isn't yes. it? Yeah. yeah. So, and lovely. it seems to be a group that's formed really close friendships. Very much so. Um, I say we're all WI members, you realise that. In fact, they have to be a WI member of Balabeg to be in the group. So um, that's one of our stipulations. I think, I think that probably means that Noel Kringle's not allowed to be in the group. I'm, I'm, I'm an honorary member of Balabeg WI and I have my certificate at home to prove it. Uh, and, and there's no question about that. I'm an honorary member of Balabeg WI. I have to check may, something. May I tell you what, the, what the, the value of the bells that they currently play oh, no. are? Oh, no. um, I think they're up to about 9,000 now. So, <gasps> my word. Yes, yeah. So, and um, are they specifically made for handbell ringing? Yes. Because yeah. they're all tuned, presumably, yes, yeah. absolutely. So over the years we bought in bells. We also had them refurbished and uh, tuned so that they clicked together because we'd brought bells in. So we had to get them at the same range. So They're all to the same pitch. and they're all the, yeah. the note is actually the note as written on the music and the girls have to play the note at the right time. And if they don't get it at the right time, the tune falls apart, doesn't it? So it's all about teamwork and the, the ability to be able to join with the others. And really, it is a marvellous community activity. Well done, Bollabeg WI. Yeah, it sounded magnificent this afternoon. Thank you so, Thank so you. much for being uh, here. Yeah. I have one thing I would like to check with Noel before you go, Noel. Uh, is it Bollabeg or Balabeg? Bollabeg girl. 
baller bag. I'm a baller bag boy. <laughs> I need to remind myself of that because I, for all my life I've called it baller bag. I'm oh, wrong, no, aren't I? No, near enough. Near enough. All right, so we're at baller bag in the Arbury Parish Hall this afternoon. We've had such a lovely afternoon. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm very excited to see that the cakes have come out from under wraps from the WI over there as well. People are tucking in. We've got cupcakes. Oh, of course, it's nearly Easter. So there are cupcakes with Easter eggs on, little mini eggs on there. Sandwich, of course, butties. <gasps> see, lemon drizzle. Lemon, lemon drizzle. drizzle. Do you know, scones. With, I mean, we've only done two hauls so far. We have many, many more planned yeah. for the coming months. But there is such a warmth about them. And I'm not just talking about the fact the radiators are on today and it's really cold outside, but just that real sense of friendship, togetherness, of people just coming here because they love doing what they do. Yeah. And this being the centre for so, so many things. Yeah, we found out today, we've just been talking to gentlemen here about uh, the, this Tai Chi. We've got judo. We've got the fencing. And a lot of the, the sort of age ranges as well. We had such young children coming in to tell us about their fencing. Um, yeah, there's, there's just loads that goes on here and they have wonderful concerts too. And Raymond Gorn is here with his cup of tea. Captain of the parish. How's your tea? Yeah, we are doing the exclusive podcast now, so this isn't going out live, this is uh, pre-recorded, but we're just um, just marvelling at how wonderful it is down here and how proud you must be of everybody for coming together like this. Oh yes, it is. it's grand really to see everybody sort of mustering together for it. Well, no matter what's on in the whole concerts or anything like that, people are, well, you can hardly get parked outside. It's but, true. Uh, the concerts as well, they're always, there's always an element of fun and humour, isn't there? <laughs> you can say that again. <laughs> I bet some of them wouldn't be broadcastable on radio, would they? No, well, I don't know. It's not bad, not bad. <laughs> I was involved with a Quilliam uh, group uh, concert here a little while ago that Quentin Gill had put on and uh, there were things that I was surprised were, were happening in a parish hall, I have <laughs> to say. Yes. Well, we, <coughs> they have the, the Quilliam lecture up in the, in the uh -huh. church, like, you know. Yeah. I see I got an invitation this week. There's another one on and, oh, towards the end of the month again, so the place is always packed you know you've got to get your tickets to get in so it's it's uh, Arbury Parish is very popular what it would really you say is. to those people that say that there's nothing happening on the Isle of Man absolutely ridiculous like it's uh, well all my I've lived <coughs> lived here now for X number of years and I've never found that there was it what will we say? There was always some plenty of things to do. You know what I mean? I played badminton. I played football. I played everything. You were never in the house, like you know. Even when I got married, I was getting told off, been out every night. <laughs> but uh, you know, this, if you look for it, it's there. And it certainly is all happening here again. Thank you so, so much for being here this afternoon. But um, I'm just fascinated by all these photographs oh, yeah. um, that were found in a garage. And um, Sir Miles Walker's still looking at them, although he's uh, pretending to be on his phone to avoid talking to me. Um, are there any of these photographs that really stick out to you, Miles? Well, the one of the Mill Dam, Colby Mill Dam, whatever that, this one. Okay. Yep. Um, I was just looking for a photograph because I've got one on my phone which again shows Glenn, Jane Glover's granddad with his wife-to-be standing dressed in their Sunday best on a raft in the <laughs> middle of, of, the, um, oh, fantastic. Of, of the pond. There was a, um, a corn mill and that, that was driven by water, a water wheel. 
and that was the, the sort of water that supplied the wheel and they were sitting um, standing on this raft in their Sunday vest. Um, lovely, lovely picture. I think this must have been the play park for the local kids because I'm told that on a wet day the children would go into the mill where it was warmer to dry and Cub and the miller would let them in there quite, quite happily. I mean these days health and safety would have a fit if children played anywhere near anything like that. But that was a great play area for the kids on the pond and around the mill generally. It must have been a Sunday afternoon or something after chapel and, and, and they're on this raft with tar barrels and um, they're having a, a sort of paddle around. That and is it's brilliant. Beautiful. That's gorgeous. It's and we were just talking about health and safety there. I have to ask you about... Oh. And this was the first, uh, this little shed here, I'm told was the first chapel in Colby before they sort of had the purpose-built um, chapels on the bridge. And they used to meet in that little chapel um, behind the... The watermill. Do you know what strikes Wonderful. me looking at some of these? Actually, the Colby this pump. This is Ida's. Yeah. They're instantly recognisable, lots of these pictures, aren't they? I mean, the, the likes of this one here, yes. you can tell exactly where that is even years hasn't, later. Hasn't changed, yes. Except there's petrol pumps there. Ida Tia had a petrol station. and it, the, the Colby pump has always been pumps. a huge part of the community. Fill your sump it? at the Colby pump, they used to say. <laughs> And from what I understand, Jane was telling us earlier that one of the reasons they had to close it down was because the fuel line, uh, the, the, it went across the pavement, is that right? And so yes. they had to close it down for health and safety. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, people could have walked around, but they didn't in those days, did they? I think there was also the thought that if uh, she lost any petrol, it would go down the drains on the road and, and perhaps... Could cause a bit of could an issue could there. Have, could have caused yeah. a bit of an issue. It's still but called the Colby Pump, though, isn't it? It is, which yeah. is lovely. It yeah. is. Some uh, wonderful, wonderful the, memories the first here. first person I ever remember putting more than £5 worth of petrol in a car was at the Colby Pump. Fill <laughs> 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 oh, your pump, you know, fill the whole car up for £5. For, for £5. Pounds. And, and, and Ida was um, such a, a good lady. We all used to call in on the way home to school. We used to tell her our troubles, tell her our joys, all of that sort of stuff. And um, she, she got the British Empire Medal, um, sort of towards the end of her time at the club. And everybody applauded. Everybody thought it was just a wonderful um, thing to give to somebody being the centre of village life for so long. Mm -hmm. oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. It really is just magnificent. That's why I just love this series, Christy, oh, because yeah. we find out so much, not just about the place, but about the people. Um, I do think Dancing Bob is around somewhere. He's just having a cup of tea at the yeah, moment. Just, so maybe he's been testing the music in the background. Let's take a pause yes. for some tea and cake, crucially, which I think we might need if we're going to try ballroom dancing. 